Yes, yes, people. Welcome to another episode of Chin Check. And today we look ahead to the Kada Holloway card. Right now, ugh, as far as I know, it's 12 fights, people. It might be 11, right? But they are great fights. So we look at all of those and give you our thoughts. So let us get this popping. Okay, people, it is finally here. We're in fight week, people. At the weekend, UFC is back. And they're also back on Fight Island. Woo! Another big thing. So, the card... Calvin Cater v Max Holloway is the headlining fight. This is the UFC's return to network TV. And the main portion is airing on ABC. Right? Makes sense. It's another, you know, another house of mouse organization. So, um, yeah. It's just like 2021. Man, you got to feel things are going to get Bigger, right? Loads of eyes on the card, and it's a good card, people. As of right now, we've got 12 fights. Um, I know Anik is calling it, right? I think Gooden's in um, yeah, he's over on Fight Island. So yeah, I don't know. It's probably John Addict, John Goodman. I don't know if DC's there. Maybe DC's there. I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm as it's network TV, I'm assuming right Buffer will be doing his thing. So um yeah, you know, we've got seven fights on the prelims, five fights on the main card, and it all starts off with a featherweight clash. Jacob Kilburn against Austin Lingo. Alright, so we um we'll take a look at this, right? The killer, old Kilburn, he's eight and three. He's coming off a loss in his last fight, which was his UFC debut. You know, so that was against Billy Quantantillo, uh December 2019. So, um, yeah, he's been out, you know, just over a year. So, I don't know. I think we're probably going to see that a lot, right? And I think sometimes it's going to be injury. But I think sometimes there was probably a, a a good chunk of people who just weren't comfortable fighting, you know, last year. Which, look, completely understand. But. Yeah, he's been out, you know, just over a year uh, When you look at the record You know, he's won a um, a good a good few fights um, by a TKO Right, he, he's managed to pull off, you know, a couple of submissions um, His losses have been, yeah, his three losses have been via Submission So yeah, I don't know that, well, that tells us a little something Something right 
and his opponent, Austin Lingo, Mr. Lights Out. He's 7-1, also coming off a loss, which was also his UFC debut. So his one was against Yusuf Salau, and that was at UFC at 247, Jones v. Reyes. So that was the beginning of February last year. So, yeah, a month before everything just shut off. Before that, he'd been, you know, on a tear in LFA. You know, just unbeaten. Killing it. Uh, So when you look at his record, he has one submission and... um, yeah, two decisions. Yeah, and no, actually, two submissions, two decisions, and the rest are TKOs. So um, yeah, I think they they both seem evenly matched, really, when you break it down. Um, yeah, the the big difference I kind of feel is, um. Lingo, he he fought more recently. You know, I think that's the the big thing that separates these two. You know, um, yeah, Lingo, he he's got this. Well, I, it's probably easier doing it the other way around, really, isn't it? Uh, Kilburn, he's slightly taller, and he's got a two inch reach. You know, but yeah. You know, there's not really a lot in it. But I think I'm going to give this to Lingo. I think both, you know, both they've got comparable skills, essentially. But Lingo fought last year. So it's just he's been out less. He also comes out of full this MMA. And, um, yeah, we know that's a that's a great camp, right? You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm gonna say Austin Lingo. He um he gets the uh, the nod in that one. So we then move to the ladies over in the bantamweight division. We've got Sarah Maras against Vanessa Mello. So cheesecake. She's um six and six, coming off a loss in a last. Fight which was against Sahara Eubanks. So that was beginning of May. Yeah, beginning of May. Right? Um, you know, she before that she beat Liana Jujua. Uh that was at UFC 242. Um by pound ground and pound. That was the Khabib Poirier card. Um but yeah, you know, she's had a tough time for sure in the UFC. You know, she she came via season 18 of The Ultimate Fighter. Right? Um, you know, she yeah, she didn't do too badly on the show. She got a couple of wins, lost to the eventual winner, Juliana Penna. Um but yeah, didn't do um, you know, too badly on the show, but yeah, ever since she's come over yeah, you know, she's lost a few, right? Um, yeah, you know, she's got an armbar. 
Right, um, I mean, and one over on the Ultimate Fighter, but, um, yeah, you know, she had a ground and pound win. Now, on the flippy flip, right, Miss Simpata, you know, she's, um, 10 and 8, and she's on a free fight losing streak, um, but, yeah, when you look at the people, so it's Carl Rosa, Tracy Cortez, and Irene Aldana. You know, so yeah, I mean, all are very tough, right? All are very tough, but it does mean she hasn't won a fight in the UFC yet. So I think that is huge impetus on her to, um, you know, try because. You you could think that a hey, one more loss and you know it it might be walking papers for her. She she'll be traveling, you know, traveling back from Fight Island via pigeon mail, possibly. You know, so um, yeah. Looking at the record, I mean, it's mainly decisions. To be honest, her second ever fight, she was. Well, her second win, should I say It was a full fight She got a um, rear naked choke But, yeah, ever since then And, you know, she actually, she has another one You know, a little while in But, yeah, it's, it's mainly decisions But with that, you you know that, you know She can go to full 15 Um, So, she did actually fight two times last year No, once last year Yeah, one fight was cancelled So, um, yeah, she fought uh, UFC 251 Usman v Um, Against, that was the Rosa fight So she's, yeah, she's been to um, Fight Island before you know, But, you know on on the flip, Maurice, she's been to Abu Dhabi because she fought um on the Khabib Poirier card, which was over there, right? So um yeah, I mean they both have that experience. Um, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna go with Maurice for the win here. You know what I mean? I I think Cheesecake gets it done. Now, uh, I definitely feel that Melo is. Gonna bring it because, as I said, look, another loss and she could be gone. But yeah, I think Marais, yeah, she pulls it off. So then we jump all the way up to the welterweight division. We got David Zawada against Ramazine Imev. So yeah, this, oh, this is a fun one, right? So Sagita. He's 17 and 5 on a one white, one white, one fight win streak. Right, so that win was against Abu 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 was beginning of November 2019. 
Oh yeah, he's been out for a while He had a couple of fights scheduled last year Both, you know, were cancelled um, You know No real um, Knowledge if it was You know, Covid or injury That forced him out of those fights um, Looking at his um, past few so he's he's been able to get a few TKOs, right? He's got a few TKOs, um, and yeah, there was a you know a uh, he got a submission in his last fight before coming across to the UFC, right? Um, oh, actually, he's, yeah, his actual last fight was a submission. Yeah, so there's a couple of submissions, um, a few TKOs, then a few decisions, right? Now, Goretz, you know, he is 19 and 4, right? Won his last fight, which was against Nick, Nicholas Stools. So that was July last year. Um, went to the decision. Um, but yeah, he he's had a few fights in the UFC. He's done pretty well, only losing one. You know, uh, yeah, he, he, you know that was against um Anthony Rocco Martin. That was a decision. But yeah, you know he's beat some tough opponents like Sam Alvey, Alberto Mino, um Stefan Sukic. Yeah, so yeah, he's gone up against some tough people. For sure, you know. So um, yeah. Looking at the record, you know, he's um, yeah, he does like a submission. He he's got some nice ones as well. Anaconda, rear naked, you know, good a few rear naked arm bars. So yeah, you know, he yeah, he does like an arm bar. Um. You know, he, he he can uh get it done. He's also won a few with um you know via stoppage, you know, TKOs. So uh, yeah, he's a little bit of a handful. A little bit of a handful. And um yeah, he, he fought in um he fought in July, you know, last year. Which definitely gives him I feel the um you know, the leg up, and I think looking at the records, I mean, look, you know, I, I will say that, um, Zawada, he did fight Li, 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 Li Jinglong, who is tough, for sure, and Danny Roberts, who is also tough, but I think, I think Emov might have gone up against the, uh, tougher opposition, you know, um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna say Emov gets, um, he gets the win there, so we then take the leap up to the heavyweight division, hmm, I think that, yeah, that's our sole heavyweight clash of the night, um, we've got Justin Taffer against Carlos Philippe. Um, so 
when we take a look, the bad man, he's 4-1, coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Juan Adams. So that was February um, last year. You know, and I think that was Adams' last fight in the UFC as well. But yeah, Taffer, he uh, he took care of it pretty quickly. So that was at UFC two forty seven, Jones v Arias. Um, his sole loss was his UFC debut. Which was against Jorgen de Castro at UFC 243, Whitaker v Adesanya. Which yeah, makes sense because, you know, Taffer is Australian. Um, so when we take a look at Boy Felipe, he's 9 and 1, also won his last fight, which was against Jorgen de Castro, right? Um, that was a terrible fight. You know, that, oh my gosh, that was a terrible, because I believe that was the one where Castro won the first round, and then just did nothing for the next two. And even then, Felipe didn't do an awful lot, you know? Yeah, which was, was odd. So that fight was in October last year. Um, His loss was to Sergey Spivak, and that was July last year. So he did get in a couple of fights. You know, he also did lose his UFC debut. So, you know, they've, they've got a, a lot in common, him and Taffer. So um, looking at the record, um, I don't know. I think he's, he's won by TKO. Yeah, he's got some TKO wins. Doesn't look like there's any submissions. I think I'm going to go with Taffer. Right? And I say that because, um, yeah, I, I think Taffer, he's probably, I think he's got the heavier hands. You know, he's, um, basically all his, all his fights are stoppages, you know. Other than his loss. Yeah, he hasn't drawn or anything like that. He's been taking people out. And not just in the first round. There's second round stoppages as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think Taffer has got the heavier hands. And, uh, yeah, I think he's going to... Um, I think he's going to take that one. So, we... Um, yeah, we then drop down... Ah, to the middleweight division. You've got Amari Akhmadov against Tom Breeze. Hey, I have to say, I didn't know um, Breeze was on the uh, card. So that's a nice little surprise. So the Wolverine, he's 25-1. Coming off a loss in his last fight. That was to Chris Weidman in August last year. Went to a decision. You know, so, um, yeah, that was his sole fight last year. He, you know, he's got some good wins. He beat Ian Heinish in a fight before that. Zach Cummings, Tim Bush. You know, um, he got a draw with Marvin Vittori. 
which, you know, hey, looking how um, how good Vittori's been looking, that's not a bad result, right? He also has a win over Abdul Az- Razak Al Hassan. Uh, it's a split decision, but you know, being asked to survive the hammers Al Hassan throws, that's not an easy um that's not an easy feat. So yeah, another decent you know, a decent win there. So he came to the UFC in twenty thirteen. Yeah? Yeah. It's kind of weird. You don't, um, yeah, for some reason, you don't kind of think of him being around, you know, that long. But yeah, 2013. Um, you know, um, yeah, I think there's been a lot of decisions. You know, before he came across, he got, you know, there was a few submissions and TKOs, you know. In the in the regional scenes, but um yeah, since coming to the UFC, it, it has just been decisions, um which you know it, the opposition it's just got a little tougher, right? So yeah, it is what it is. So Tom Breeze, he's twelve and two, won his last fight, which you know was a return to action after. Being out a little while, um, and that was a, a a nice first round stoppage of KB Buller, you know. And I think in that fight, who we saw the Tom Breeze that you know I think everyone's been waiting for, and you know that you knew, you know we could get. Right, because we've seen Breeze, yo, just have some great performances over in the UK. Um, but yeah, coming to the UFC, I mean, he's had some good performances, but you you never really thought he's quite hit that potential yet. And that last fight, he yeah, he showed some great skills, you know. So uh, yeah. Old uh, Tom Breeze You know, he does a little grappling You know, he takes part in that Polaris being his last tournament So that was July last year Um, But, yeah, we know he knows what to do on the ground He's got a good few, um, you know, TKOs You know, he's rear naked, triangles You know, all of that kind of stuff So... I'm gonna say Breeze gets it done. You know, I, I think he's hit a new vein of form. It definitely, you know, looks like his confidence is finally there. You know, he's finally got it where it needs to be. So yeah, I think Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Breeze. He's riding high off the last one, and yeah, he's looking to make that huge impact on the middleweight division in 2021. That's what I would say right there, people. So we then, you know, well, we're getting close to the, uh, you know, the close of the prelims. But before we do, we have Yanan Wu against Jocelyn Edwards. It's a ladies' flyweight bout. Okay, so um, Mulan 
Uh, she, uh, you know, she's 11 and 3, coming off a loss in her last uh, fight. But you know that, yo, Wu is, you know, just so happy to be on this card. She was meant to be fighting Beth Bish Kore, but, uh, you know, she had, um, I think it was her appendix out, you know, but they were able to find a replacement. So, yeah, she uh, she stays on. Her last fight was a loss to um, Mizuki Inoue. That was August 2019. So, uh, yeah, she's been away for a while. Um, looking at the record... You know, she, um, you know, she got an armbar over Lauren Muller. You know, she armbarred someone else earlier on in her career. She's got, you know, a few TKOs. You know, a few TKOs are there. But um, this will be a full fight in the UFC. So, as mentioned, La Pantera, you know, she's a 9-2 and two. Coming off a win in her last fight, and she's making a UFC debut. Right, so um, her last fight was uh, July, you know, last year. And she got a TKO in the first round. She stopped her Pamela Gonzalez. You know, she's also um, yeah, it looks like you know she's got um some submissions. Right, so, yeah, she, you know, yeah, she really has been, um, yeah, it looks like she's doing a, quite a bit of damage, really. Only a couple of decisions on the record. Everything else is either TKO or a submission. So, um, you know what? I'm going to say that, you know, Pantera comes in and, yeah, makes a splash, you know, she uh, gets a big win in her UFC debut. Yeah, that's, I feel that's what I'm going to go with there. You know, so uh, then we're on our last fight of the prelims. It's a middleweight clash. We've got Nasruddin Imavov against Phil Hawes. So... Now, when we look at it, the a Russian sniper is nine and two, coming off um, six wins. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's not been bad for him, right? So his UFC debut was um, his last fight, which was October um, last year. It was a decision win over Jordan Williams. Um, and, you know, that was, uh, yeah, that, you know, that was a very good performance. He, um, yeah, definitely looked good. I have to give credit for Williams in that one for just gritting it out. But, um, you know, there there was only one real... Winner, Imov never looked in trouble, really. But, yeah, he's definitely been doing his thing. You know, he's got, um, yeah, TKOs. He's got submissions. Yeah, you know, he's, um, whew, 
a problem, <laughs> it would seem. So his last loss came October 2017. So, um, yeah, a, a tough, yeah, a tough one for Megatron. You know, so Hawes is... Nine and two, he's on a five fight win streak, right? So, um, his last fight was, um, huh, also October last year. It was a couple of weeks after Imabov, though, um, and he fought, ah, so he fought on Fight Island at UFC at 254. Khabib V. Gaethje. So, yeah, he was able to uh, do his thing on a big card, right? And he got the win over Jacob Malcon. And 18 seconds in that first round. So, uh, yeah, very good performance there from Hawes, who um, came to um, the UFC via the Contender Series. Um... Yeah, and it was one of those quick turnarounds as well, if you remember. So he fought at the beginning of September. Um, and I do believe that, you know, he was going to fight, uh, yeah, there was a scheduled fight a bit before, but it, it never came through. So, um, yeah, you yeah. know, he got the better end of the deal, you know, debuting. On Fight Island at UFC 254. So, uh, yeah, definitely not not a rough one, really, for old whores. Um, But, you know, he had... Look, we know he's tough, right? And we know he's resilient. Because, you know, he tried the Ultimate Fighter. Didn't... Um, that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, he lost on the fight to get into the house. He also... You know, tried the contender series in 2017. That didn't happen. So, yeah, he went back out there. You know, won some fight in Bellator. Won some fights in Brave. Then came back. You know, so, yeah. He, he's resilient. He's, you know, got some wins via TKO. He's got, you know, he's got um, a submission as well. So, yeah, I mean, they do seem to be, you know, a pretty good match, you know, it, maybe Imov, it might be slightly better on the ground, right, but I don't think we've really seen Hawes in that situation, so maybe Hawes ain't that bad, you know, who knows, right, but yeah, it, it's going to be a fun one. Definitely going to be a fun one. They've got, you know, very comparable records. They're both, you know, 9 and 2. Right? Both 9 and 2. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, people. I think I'm going to... I'm gonna say Hawes. I'm gonna say Phil Hawes gets the win. I'm just—I don't know. I think it's a momentum thing. I think he's coming in off, you know, basically one of the, the biggest cards last year, right? 
Khabibi Gaethje. So yeah, just momentum, people. But that's going to be a fun fight to lead us into the main card. And the main card, yo, that starts with a good one. So we stick with the middleweight division. And we've got Punao Soririno against Dusuk Tordovic. All right. Um, yeah, this is a fun fight, people. It really is. Right. So um, story time. Hmm. Interesting. He's 7-0. 11 fights unbeaten. So I'm assuming, you know what I mean, that that includes, you know, the amateur career. He's um coming, well, he came to the UFC via the, um, the Contender Series, where he, uh, yeah, he beat Jamie Pickett to get in. And we know Pickett, you know, that was on the 2019 series, and Pickett picked up a win and got a contract in the 2020 series. Ah. All right, so, um, yeah, he made his uh, UFC debut at um, UFC 245, Usman v. Covington. So that was December 2019, and it was a win over Oscar Piocha. All right, so, yeah, he, he's been out for um, just over a year. Now, on the flippy side, Thunder, he's 10-0, 10 fight win streak, and um, he also, you know, came via the 2019 Contender Series, he had a win over Teddy Ash, and he made his debut, ah, interesting, so he was out, you know, he was out for a year, but he made his debut with a impressive win over Dequan Townsend, uh, so that was October uh, last year. I mean, that it was a very good win. Oh, he looks so frigging good. You know what I mean? So um, looking at his record, man, he, yeah, he basically, it's um, <laughs> TKO or submission, really, uh, with him. You know, it just looks like one decision on the record. So, uh, yeah, that that's going to be a fun fight to lead us in. And <clears throat> I'm going to go with Todrovic, I think, yeah. Uh, because, you know, I remember his fight. You know what I mean? Remember his debut, and it was... Oh my gosh, it was sensational. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to say he gets it done. So we're sticking with the middleweight division. And we've got Joaquim Buckley against Alessio Desihirio. And, you know, Buckley, man. Numanza, he, um, you know, got knockout of the year on, I think, most people's... Um, yeah, most people's award shows. I mean, to me, I gave it to Holland, but you know, Buckley's one was just phenomenal. There is no doubt about that, right? And then he followed it up with another good T TKO. So he's twelve and three. Won his last two, which was um, Jordan Wright. You know, so that was 
at UFC 255 um, towards the end of November last year. The Figueredo Perez card. And then the one before that, the internet shattering knockout. The jumping, spinning, back kick stoppage of Impa Kasanenai, which was um, the month before, right, in October last year. Um, yeah, he was busy in 2020, you know, he fought four times. One, though, was a loss to Kevin Holland, you know, but, yo, still a good, a very good 2020, you know what I mean? Um... And, you know, Manzo, he's at 12 and 5. Um, yeah, on a free fight losing streak. You know, which you, you know he's not happy with. His last fight was August last year. And that was a decision to um, Zach Cummings. Um, I think I had him to win in that fight as well. But Cummings did look very good. You know, so, um, yeah, that was his sole outing last year um, they, You know, they do have an opponent in common Which is Kevin Holland And, um, yeah, Holland, you know, he, uh, he beat them both You know, so there is that um, Now, Desirio, I think, you know, he, he's definitely had some injury issues I think that's the thing that kind of Kept him out Really You know because he was out for Just under a year between 2019 And his last Fight um, But yeah you know he, he's, he's got a A few TKOs But it's mainly decisions Really um, When he's on He is good But I you know I just think Buckley is, you know, he's just riding that wave right now. Super confident. And I think, yeah, he, he's going to be able to get the job done. So we then finally, you know, go to a different weight class. So we, we're in the welterweight division. And we welcome back. Finally, Santanigo Ponsanibio, and he's going up against a Ji Ling Yong, um, Li Jing Yong, um, which oh, this is a good fight, right? This is a real good fight. So, um, Junta Boa, he's twenty-seven and three. Actually, no. No, 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 I, I know he's got a new nickname, but as I listen to the Anakin Florian podcast, so no, he, his new nickname actually is the Argentine Dagger, yeah, hmm, but yes, he's 27 and 3 on a 7 fight win streak, so, you know what I mean, he, he was tearing it up, Tear, he had a great win over Neil Magny, but that was November 2018. You know what I mean? Like he's just been plagued with injuries. You know, which has just really been a shame. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yeah, it's just been tough for him. Had a big fight scheduled against Robbie Lawler, but he had to pull out of that. Yeah, it's just been a bit rough for him. 
you know, um, and look, I think everyone knows Ponsonivio, he can crack, he's got some really good stoppages, he's got a, a good few decisions, but they were wars, you know, I mean, they weren't just tippy-tap ones, right, he, he would throw down, so he came to UFC via season two of the Brazilian Ultimate Fighter series, um, so yeah, definitely, definitely tough, right, and um, yeah, he's going up against the leech, who's 17 and 6, Coming off a loss in his last fight, which is um, against opponent they having in common, and that's Neil Magny. So, you know, Ponsonibio got the win, and um, Jing Long wasn't able to. But listen, we, we definitely know MMA maths doesn't work like that. But um, look, um, Ling Long, he, he's very tough, right? He beat Alessio Zalasio. You know, he he able to stop him. He beat David Tawada. Right? Zach Otto, Frank Camacho, um, Dalcy Abbey, um, Bobby Nash. Yeah, you know, he's he's definitely got some tough um tough fights, big wins in his time in the UFC. Right, um, yeah, he's got some TKOs, right? Uh, I mean, he he has won by submission. So those were, yeah, they, those were pre-UFC. Um, you know, but a tough one. Now, I'm going to say, if Ponzanibio comes in, like the Ponzanibio we saw in that last fight... And just still at that level, yeah, he's winning this fight. You know, there's no, no question of that. He's winning the fight. I mean, he he's been out for two years, so there is the possibility of ring rust. It is three rounds. So yeah, he, you know, he he might need time to warm up. Who knows? But yeah, I'm I'm. Thinking that, you know, he, he's got 30 fights under his belt, right? So, you know, I, I don't think he's the type to slack in his off time. So, yeah, I think Pontanibio gets the job done. So, that one, whoo, leads us into a really, really good co-main event. We've got... Carlos Condon against Matt Brown. Ho, ho, ho. Another welterweight clash. And this one, yo, yo, this is something serious, right? So, um, it's the natural born killer. He's 31 and 13. What a frigging crazy record. Right? He's had 44 friggin' fights. That's insane. You know, and that's pro. So, not even including the amateurs, the smokers, you know, the Jim B. Jim Wars. 
coming off a win in his last fight. Look, he fights out of, um, you know, New Mexico over at Greg Jackson's. Uh, so the last fight was against Colt McGee. And that was October, you know, that was October last year. I think that was on Fight Island. I think. No, actually, it was at the Apex. Yeah. That one was at the apex But, you know, this fight Yo, this this fight was meant to happen Right? This fight was meant to happen All the way back in 2013 But, um Yo, poor Matt Brown He had to pull out fight week With, uh, injury You know, um Yeah, Condon was coming off his big win Over Martin uh, Campman Um which, you know, did actually lead him into a fight with Tyron Woodley. You know? Um, but, yeah. Carlos Condon, man. He's like, yo, he's for everyone. For everyone. There's definitely been some, you know, fight where you felt, ah, he, you know what I mean? He should have got that one. Right? That one was close. But, um, you know, of late, it, it's been tough for him. It, it's been tough, but he was able to right the ship last time out against Court McGee. You know? Now, you know, we got the natural born killer, but he's going up against the immortal. You know, who's just turned 40. He's um 22 and 17. He's coming off a loss in his last fight. Uh, which was against Miguel Bieza, and, you know, like, yo, to be fair, Brown won that first round, right, he won the first round, and Bieza, he, he just made a correction in the second, and caught him early, real early, but, um, yeah, like, Brown, it, it's not look like he looked terrible in that one, and before it, he was coming off huge wins, right? So he beat Ben Saunders, um, yeah, second round stoppage, and a, a fight that I, you know, I saw again just the other day, Diego Sanchez, that elbow, oh my god, like, that elbow, you think that, that's, that's the kind of thing that takes your soul, Right? That takes your soul, and you know it could be, it could well be why Sanchez has been acting a little kooky of late, right? But um, yeah, no, Matt Brown is a savage. He's a straight up savage man. So this is a, this is a fun friggin' fight. This is a really fun fight. I'm going to say Brown takes it. Because, you know, I, I, I kind of feel in that last fight against Court McGee. Now, Condon, you know, he's a vet. He he did what he needed to do to get the win. Right? But it wasn't the, the Court McGee that we have come to expect. You know, like, Court McGee was... That friggin' blanket, you know, he was the dude that suffocates you, you can't shake off in your face, 
pressuring you. Do you know what I mean? Just relentless. You know, we didn't see that Court McGee. And um, so Condon's able to survive. But Condon, he doesn't like to be fighting off the back foot. Right? For the most part. You know? Like, you know, we know the stoppage against Dan Hardy. He was moving back, I believe. But, you know, when you press him, I feel that's when you can get your advantage. And Matt Brown does that. Matt Brown is going to, he's going to bring everything he has. He's going to bring everything he has. And he's not leaving until he's either taken your soul or you've turned his lights out. Right? So, um, yeah, I feel that intensity, that savagery, you know, I think that's going to get it done. And, um, yo, they don't call him the immortal for nothing. So I'm going with Matt Brown, but god damn, this is such a fun fight. Such a fun fight and such a great way to lead us in to the main event. Right? We are dropping down to the featherweight division and we've got Max Holloway against Calvin Cater. And this, goddamn, when they announced this fight, oh my days, I was so, so intrigued. Right? Whew. I mean, when you think about it, right, you've got Calvin Cader, who has just been on a tear, right? He, you know, he had a great 2020, if you think about it. You know, he, he, oh man, he rocked Jeremy Stevens, rocked him with those elbows. Right, so that was May, and then in July he had that war with Dan Eek, which you know that it, it started off tough, and then Count Kada just you know he took over, right, and and you could see it's the experience right there, you know, like that was Eek's first headlining fight, right, his first headlining fight he hadn't. Been, you know, that, that five round war before. And, you know, Kada had, right? He'd done that shit. So, yeah, he was able to get it done. But, right, they um, headlined Fight Island. You know, so it's huge. Right? So, uh, yeah, he gets to go back, right? Gets to go back and um, do his thing. But, We've seen him, yeah. We've seen him in tough situations. You know what I mean? Like we we've definitely seen him in tough situations. Like the uh, oh my god, the Russian dude. I I can't think of the name. Can't think of the goddamn name. Ah oh, man. And, you know, it was meant to be five rounds And then it was three rounds Oh, what is that name? Zabit Zabit, don't like it 
do do. Anyway, anyway, like we, we like that was tough. But the way he ended that fight, right? The way he ended that fight, he he destroyed Chris Fishgold, Ricardo Lamas. I mean, he's had some sensational wins. Sensational wins. You know, Shane Burgos, right? Who we know is tough. So I think like Kader, he he is definitely shown he is game. He's he is the new breed coming through. Right? That's what we've seen with Kader. But on the flippy flip side, right? We got Max Bless Holloway, who, you know, has just been doing his thing for so damn long, right? He might have lost his last two, but come on, they 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 were to Volkanovski, right? And yes, I I think he lost the first fight, right? At UFC two forty five, but. I thought he won that last fight at UFC 251. And listen, I I, I don't want to keep on saying it because it's unfair to the champ, right? Because I, I can't say that it was a robbery. It was a close fight. Like, Volkanovski is legit. There's no getting away from that, right? But you felt that Holloway had made the corrections from the first one. And 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 got, did enough to win, like, but he didn't. But the thing is, he fought in two five round wars there, right? He um, you know, he 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 yeah, just did his thing. And Frankie Holloway, Frankie Holloway, Frankie Edgar. Oh my days, right? Um, yes, he lost to Dustin Poirier, but you know, Dustin Poirier was clearly the bigger dude. Clearly the bigger dude. Holloway moved up for that fight. Right? And um yeah, he, he went to he went the distance. You know, he, he stopped Brian Ortega, who you know, you could say that Ortega is like you know, but was where Cater is now. You know what I mean? And and Holloway stopped that train. Right? He Man, he fucked up Jose Aldo twice. You know, beat Anthony Pettis, Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens. So, couple of opponents they have in common. You know, he beat Charles Oliveira, who, hey, we see where uh, he is now. You know, and his team's calling for an immediate title shot, right? But, um, yeah, Holloway, he's been there, he's done that, he has seen. Everything, seen everything. He's, you know, he he's won by stoppage. He's won by um, submission. Now, I think the difference between the two is this: Kader has got that one punch, one elbow, one shot knockout power. Holloway doesn't. Holloway has stopped people, but it's. Like, later on, it's in the third, fourth round. It's the accumulation of punches, of pressure, of just relentlessness, right? 
where Kader, he can get it done instantly. So, I mean, punching power, you know, Kader definitely wins that. But Holloway brings that top level, that top tier experience. This is like, look at those names I just reeled off. You know, you, you think those people compared to the people Kader has beaten. Now, Kader has beaten some high-level dudes, for sure. But he hasn't beaten a Jose Aldo. You know what I mean? He hasn't beaten a Brian Ortega, a Frankie Edgar. So, I think they're, they're the things that separate them. And I, I also believe, right, we've seen Kader... Even in fights that he's won, he's started slowly, right? So, yes, I, I think he would have beat Zabit if that was a five-round fight because he was the one tearing it up in that third round. But he would had such a slow start, he lost those first two, you know, and, and that's been, I, I think that's been a knock against him. You know, I think that was definitely a problem in the Morcano fight, right? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we we saw, I think we saw like a flash of that in the Lamos fight, but he was able to, yeah, get into it a bit quicker, you know? But, um, yeah, if he starts slow against Holloway, Holloway ain't gonna give him, you know, that in back in. Holloway is that dude that he's just going to keep that shit coming. So that, I think that's the thing, right? If this fight had been a few down the road, it could be a completely different thing, right? But right now, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards Holloway, right? But... That's not taking anything away from Kader. Kader is a tough son of a bitch. And I think Kader is, you know, championship caliber. I I believe that before it's all said and done, Kader's going to be wearing a belt. You know, that, that, that's what I feel. I feel he, he, he's got that ability. Right? He's got that ability. He's that sort of dude. Yeah, so I, I think Kader can win the belt. But I think this might just be a little bit too early. A little bit too early. But, you know, I, I don't think, you know, whatever happens, he's going to come out of this fight looking bad. I, don't, I think it's just going to raise, it, it will raise his, um, you know, he's, you know, oh gosh, what do they call it? Your credential? No, it's not raise your credential. It's like your caliber? Hmm. I don't know. But it's going to get raised. Right? We're going to see that Kader, he's a legit motherfucker. And he can hang. Right? But I, I think Holloway, uh, yeah, it's just that experience. It's just that experience. He's been in so many five-round fights. Right? So many five-round fights. And just in those championship rounds. You know, so yeah, I think that's the difference And that is what's going to get Holloway, I'd imagine, the win Now, yeah, as I said, look, Kader could get it done He's got the power So, you know, if 
if Holloway isn't fully focused on this, yeah, Cade could stop him, for sure, but, you know, I don't think Holloway will, I think Holloway knows that, you know, one one good win could get him back into that title shot, right, and you know that's what he wants, right, he wants that and a donut. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, you know, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be fun as hell. But I think Holloway just gets it done. All I do know, people, I can't wait for this frigging card. Can't wait for this card. And um, this is a great way, a great way, not just to um, you know, mark your return to network TV, but just to start the frigging calendar, right? This is going to be awesome. Back on Fire Island and two more outstanding cards to follow, people. So, yeah. Whew. Do not miss it. Holloway v. Kader. It's a, it's a great card. Fingers crossed. You know what I mean? We don't lose any of these fights. But, yeah, I cannot. Wait. Okay, people. So we are drawing to a close on another episode. But before we do, let's check out the fight news. And um, yeah, there's some oh, people, there's some interesting fights that have just been announced. Now, um, a couple of fights. That were, um, you know, meant to happen this weekend Have been, um, you know, jigged about a little bit So, firstly, a fight that we actually talked about <laughs> in this episode The Amari Ak- um, Akhmadev uh, v Tom Breeze fight That won't be happening at the weekend It's been moved to Wednesday the 20th of January Okay, so that is the Neil Magny um, Michael Chiesa card Also, a fight that's been moved to that card Is um, Umar Numamigov Against uh, Sergei Morozovov Right, so it was originally scheduled for the 23rd But will be happening on Wednesday instead Now this, I knew both girls had um, fights, you know, that they were just about to announce, but I didn't think it was going to be up against each other, and that is, people, Gillian Robertson will be fighting Miranda Maverick on the 13th of February at UFC 258, right? So, Maverick... She's looked sensational, you know, a former Invicta, um, you know, tight. well, she was going to be a title challenger, she won the Phoenix Rising um, tournament, right, so, um, yeah, you thought she was going to challenge for the belt, but got the call up to the UFC, and Robertson, she's, you know, I mean, she's very good, Right, very freaking good. Recently, coming off a win against Pearl Gonzalez at Submission Underground, 
But yeah, they're gonna be, uh, you know, stepping in the cage against each other. So I'm very much looking forward to that one. Um, and we have got a, a slew of fights scheduled for um, March the 13th, which will be UFC 250s. 258 Right, so um, No, sorry Ah, uh, no No, 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 no No, March 13th, it's just March 13th Okay Right, so firstly We have Tagir Orlok Bekov Will be fighting Mathias Nikolou Right, originally It was meant to take place At UFC 257 but yeah, it's been moved to the 13th of March now. Um, then, now this is a big one. Josinio Rosenstruck will be throwing down against Cyril Gunn. Oh, that is, that's very good. That's a great friggin' fight, people. And it will all be headlined by the rescheduled Leon Edwards against Kamzat Chimove. Yo, you're in the 13th of March is gonna be a fun card. But people, I cannot wait for these fights. Some great ones have just been announced. So um, yeah, that's us. We will be back on Friday to go over all the uh, shenanigans Happening in the world of MMA um, Before uh, the big fight on the weekend, people So, see you on Friday Peace